Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a football Monday. It is Dave Sturgio by himself, Chris Gucci. On assignment. No, I'm kidding. Uh, a little bit of a uh, flight delay over in Atlanta. Had a fantastic weekend. He thought for sure the AFC Championship game would be played in neutral ground, so he decided to book a flight and go. Uh, no, he's got his own thing going on right now, but it is Dave Sturgeo, and then, of course, A5 behind the glass here for another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here from Chop Studios. Lots to get into. Obviously, we got ourselves a Super Bowl, and it's set up, and it's Horrific! If you're a, if you're a Cowboys or a Giants fan, we have, this is the the worst thing that could have possibly happened. Uh, but it was the most expected. I did pick the Eagles to win this game. I thought they were going to have enough to do it. They did it. Uh, the Eagles are going to be representing the NFC, and of course, in the AFC, we had uh, a great game. Um, you know, a thorough game throughout the course. But I feel like the refs got a little, eh, well, a little, a little too involved towards the end. There, uh, we'll get into it. But the Chiefs are the AFC champions. They're going back to the Super Bowl. Joey B and company are going home. Now, there's a lot of things to dissect between both games. You start in the uh, NFC, which was the earlier game. Brock Purdy getting hurt right away. Obviously, that that's going to affect everything, right? I mean, that's just going to – it's going to be one of those things where once your starting quarterback goes down, because he is the starting quarterback after all, regardless if he's the third string, fourth string, Mr. Irrelevant, whatever, he's been the guy that's been taking you the whole way. Uh, when he went down, that offense just couldn't move. Josh Johnson, who's played for literally like three quarters of the league at this point in his, in his career, he couldn't get anything going. I thought for sure that they'd be better off maybe even putting CMC at quarterback. I, I know he's not like Mr. You know, he can't deliver the ball down the field, but at least disguise a couple things. They knew Josh Johnson and his limitations. Uh, they knew that you know he wasn't going to be able to deliver in a big spot. Brock Purdy, I think it was an elbow thing. I haven't really read into it, but elbow, wrist, ligament damage, something, nerve damage, something happened to the point where he was trying to throw. He made a couple plays to come back into the game to hand the ball off. Nobody was fooled. And the Eagles just overmatched them. The Eagles are just a better team overall. We've seen it all year round. The record says what they are. Um, you know, a loss to the Washington Commanders and a loss to the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas Eve with Gardner Mitchell didn't really tell the story of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they're a great team put together. Uh, we'll get into all those top movers in a little bit, but overall, the team really delivered when they had to deliver. The defense is still that defense. They they put pressure on Josh Johnson. They obviously got to Purdy enough to hurt him. The game was kind of washed as soon as that happened. I mean, everybody kind of knew what was going to happen. The writing was on the wall. Um but overall, the Eagles are, are reigning supreme, and they're in the NFC Championship game. We'll get into the specifics in a minute. Um, but then flipping on and over to the actually more competitive game of the two. Uh, oh, before I get at, before I get anywhere farther, uh, Trent Williams. My God, <laughs> like you can't you can't do what you did. Uh, did you see that Ant by any chance? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that you, was absolutely insane. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it was just to the point where I understand that a lot of the Eagle fans friends that I have said that there was a. It was a dirty game being played, a little chippy here and there. Uh, but for Trent Williams to body that dude, <laughs> he literally took him and threw him into the earth. And, it, you know, again, not the best look. Um, Trent Williams will probably catch a nice little fine ski. No suspensions or anything like that. But, boy, that's not how you want to end it, um, especially if you're the 49ers. Now, speaking of the 49ers, obviously we can get into more of their stuff as we get into their top movers. But um, with Brock Purdy getting hurt, 
He may have hurt his chances a little bit, or at least it might be an open competition next next year uh, with Trey Lance. Now, Jimmy G, on the other hand, I don't know if you saw this too, Ant, but he was like smiley and giddy, and he looked like he didn't really care too much. Uh, he knew this was his last day at the office. He put his two weeks in, you know what I mean? Like, he's not coming back after this. Uh, so Jimmy G now is a free man. Where he lands, nobody knows, but there's plenty of potential suitors. We'll get into more of that throughout the course of the week when Chris is back and we start diving into some of these offseason teams. But um, overall, you're looking at uh, a Jimmy G uh, smiling on the sidelines, but the Trey Lance effect is kind of back into effect. Now, I know that Brock Purdy did enough. I think he did enough to earn himself a start next year. Uh, unfortunately for Trey Lance, you're the one that got Wally pipped, and all my old school friends will understand what that means. But, like, he got hurt. Purdy comes in, steps in, wins all these games in a row, plays lights out, you know, throughout the course of the season, and then gets to the playoffs. And while I know they beat the brakes off the Seahawks, they get by the Cowboys. It was a seven-point game. He he walked into a buzzsaw known as Philadelphia, and he, he kind of shown his colors right away by not, not showing his colors, but he got hurt. I mean, there's nothing you could do about that part. But Trey Lance now has himself a opportunity to jump right back into the saddle and jump back into the plans for the 49ers, I think. Um, you know, you never want to see a guy get hurt. But when you have a limited opportunity like that, and you know one of the guys is out the door already in Jimmy Garoppolo, you're now looking at Trey Lance like, all right, if you want, you know, this, this job's for the taking. Yeah, we could. I, it's not like you couldn't, re couldn't rely on Purdy because he got the job done whenever he was, you know, called upon. But when you get hurt like that in a big game, a lot of the fans and a lot of the people will start to chatter. You got John Lynch over there on the sidelines the entire time just kind of watching this great run that the 49ers went on come to a screeching halt. But you can't plan for this. You do plan for this by having a decent backup. You don't plan for this by having a fourth stringer. I'm not even talking about Purdy anymore. You're talking about Josh Johnson who was added like a day and a half ago. It's just it's a recipe for disaster. It's interesting to say the least to see what's going to happen with those guys. But um, flipping on the other side of the game, or the other game, the AFC Championship, again highly competitive. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I tell you, who didn't enjoy a lot of this was Joe Burrow uh, because he's looking at this game where he knows he's got a makeshift offensive line. He knows he's looking at a, a tough uphill battle because Tyler Boy went out. He's got two of the greatest receivers in the game right now. T. Higgins proved so much more value, and now that's another story because T. Higgins is coming up around contract time, and I don't know if the Bengals are in a position financially to start paying Burrow, Higgins, Chase, Mixon. Like, I'm not saying Hayden Hurst is going to warrant a big paycheck, but you got to build the offensive line. you got to get back to the deal. So what we've been seeing is that quarterbacks on their first contract and I know this is a, de a debate and I've I've banged over this for a long time I said ah come on like you got to pay the quarterback you got to keep that guy in place but once you do that and you're not able to divvy that money out to skilled position players you see what what can happen um you know just look at the Cowboys you know they they, they gave all that money to Dak and Zeke and surrounding them are a bunch of guys on their rookie deals if not the youth movement and it just didn't pan out you can't say the same about Kansas City they gave Patrick Mahomes a half a billion dollars, but Patrick Mahomes has shown that he is like a like Terminator dude. Like he just kind of yeah, like pretty much just was re resurgence out of him when the high ankle sprain. I've been calling that injury for two like a week for Gazy. I think that I was like, there's no way because like what he did at the end of that game, 
to, you know, just hit the speed burst button out of nowhere with a with a high ankle sprain. I understand adrenaline. I've played sports. I get it. You know, but like when when you look at a situation like that and all of a sudden he just gets on his giddy up and then on top of that the 15-yard penalty to set up the game-winning field goal, it's like where where where's the injury? I don't I don't see it. I, I didn't see it at all. So, um the Chiefs, look, they played well. A lot of guys stepped up. What the the Bengals do from here is another story. Um, as far as, uh, again, Joe Burrow is going to be there forever. He's got the keys to the city. Jamar Chase is an all just baller. What we saw out of Higgins last night was incredible. So, um, you know, he high points balls. He's a big body receiver. He's a good, good receiver. Remember, there was going to be a time where it was just going to be Burrow and Higgins. And, and I thought that was going to be enough for the Bengals to be competitive. And then you add Jamar Chase and you're like, oh, Jesus, so who are you going to cover? So it, it is interesting to see what the Bengals do going forward, but we have ourselves a Super Bowl matchup, and we'll obviously dive into that over the next two weeks. It's going to be a long two weeks to get there, but we will get there uh, right here on the Mojo Market Report. But now, let's head on over to the top movers. So when we start, we got to start with, obviously, the obvious, Patrick Mahomes. We just talked about him. He's all of a sudden a wizard. He's a warlock. He is whatever you want. He's a terminator. He's a predator. Whatever, like not that predator, like a predator. You know, like when the predators get like a limb chopped off, they just re like kind of rejuvenate their their thing. Mahomes played all world again. 326 yards, two touchdowns, uh, no interceptions. He does break off that one extravagant run that he needed to have. Um, and again, that penalty just you know, it, it kind of set off everything else. But what I will say about Patrick Mahomes is once Brady announces that he's retiring or or not, even if Brady goes again, there's a significant chance that within the next year or two, we're talking about Mahomes as the top dog on Mojo. But all positions, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, they have offense right now, quarterback, receiver, running back, and tight ends. But this dude is is top of the top of the line. He makes things. He just makes plays. Out of nowhere, you just there's not there's not enough to be said about Patrick Mahomes and what he can do with less. What you saw last night was a bunch of injuries happen to Mahomes and his receiving core. You know, you saw Tony go out, you saw uh, Juju Smith Schuster go out, you saw uh, Hardman go out. So all three of these guys banged up. Then you have the Kelsey effect, and he is the best tight end in football, and he proved it once again. But Patrick Mahomes made something out of nothing. And he's got himself back in the Super Bowl. So kudos to Patrick Mahomes. Who do we got next, Ant? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. All right, so flipping the script real quick back to the other game. Now, when I look at Jalen Hurts yesterday, I actually thought to myself, you know what? He don't look right. And I, I, I've been saying that, and I've been saying that he's a little banged up. Again, statistically, not a great game. But longevity counts when it comes to the mojo market, okay? If you're able to play in the Super Bowl and be able to get that Super Bowl bonus on the mojo market – you are cruising right now. This was my first investment. Truth be told, I didn't want to actually like admit to that, but like, yes, it was my first investment was Jalen Hurts because I just knew that the, the weapons they surrounded him with over there in Philadelphia, he was going to have himself a fantastic year, and he did. Yesterday, not so much. 15 of 25 for a buck 21, uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions, didn't turn the ball over, so that's fine. Uh, Jalen Hurts runs 11 times for 39 yards. So, again, showing you the versatility that this guy has and the upside that Jalen Hurts has, he should absolutely be in your portfolio right now because of the fact that, A, is in the Super Bowl. So you may want to get in on now. Unfortunately for you, if you waited, 
He's not as cheap as when I got him in the beginning of the season with a multiplier. He was not. So he's moved up throughout the course of the year. He's flatlined a little bit towards the end. Uh, statistically, just not gaudy numbers, but what I, you know, he led the team to Super Bowl. So here he is. He's the, you know, he's the guy you want to turn to. If you're starting your portfolio today, if today's your first day in the mojo market, he's one of the guys I would build my portfolio around. I would, I would put a heavy, heavy investment in on Jalen Hurts because I really, truly believe that despite the fact that, you know, he's injured a little bit, a little banged up, he's a reckless runner, right? He likes to run first, and that's how this whole thing kind of came about. But overall, Jalen Hurts on a big stage, we just saw him do it. He, he played well enough to get the team over the hump. And I, I think that, again, if you're going to start your portfolio literally today by downloading the app, both available now on iTunes and Spotify. Well, no, it's not called Spotify. It's called um, Google Play. Google Play. Yeah, yep. green texters, whoever you are out there, all you weirdos. Uh, but definitely get involved on Jalen Hurts. So what do we got next, Ant? Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You want to talk about I was just telling you guys about the fact that Mahomes was down all of these guys, and when you look at a game that MVS had yesterday. Now, I will say this. MVS is definitely 1,000% known to do this. All right? you should. If you knew this about this guy, you knew that when Rodgers needed a big play, all right, and it wasn't Devontae Adams, MVS was his guy. So the fact that Mahomes has this guy now in his arsenal, especially when everybody goes down, that's an incredible, incredible feat. For him to have yesterday six catches for 116 yards, MVS absolutely balled out, and his stock is up. And if you're looking at the Super Bowl, projecting now, now you're two weeks away. So now all these injuries that pop up on the, uh, on the Chiefs injury report, you got to monitor them, but it's very early. Two weeks is a long time to recover from a, a little nick up or a concussion or something like that. You can recover. I don't think it matters. I think the rapport that Mahomes and MVS built yesterday was very, very significant. I mean, he was targeted eight times, caught six of them. So, again, catch percentage is, is a significant thing when you're having a elite quarterback throw you the football because, again, you got to make sure that you have trust, that they're running the right routes. This guy's a seasoned vet. And he should be in your portfolio for at least the Super Bowl. Remember, you will catch some fire in your portfolio with this extra game. So, again, maybe not the heaviest investment. Maybe not the one that you want to go super-duper long. Like, hold on to his stock forever because it is a seasoned vet after all. And he's technically, I guess you can quote him, a journeyman. But, you know, he's only played for two teams. But what I'm saying is he, I felt like he's been around forever. Um, yeah, MVS is, a, is definitely a guy that I would get involved in, specifically Super Bowl time uh, in two weeks. What do we got next? Up next, we got Brock Purdy. <coughs> Brock Purdy. All right, so we talked about him earlier, obviously. The Eagles got the job done over there. Brock Purdy's stock goes, uh, goes down. As you saw, that, you, caught, you saw that coming from a mile away, obviously, because of the game itself. Result itself gets hurt. You know, So it's not, it's not like you're, you're caught off guard by the fact that Purdy's stock went down. He goes four of four, you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't throw an incompletion, um, but he did fumble that ball away. His injury led to a lot of things. I'm very interested uh, interested to see where this team goes from here. If you were a Brock Purdy investor, you made a lot of money on the Mojo market throughout the course of this run. However, if you were smart, and I think we told you this last week, the fun run was eventually going to come to a halt. If you would have gotten to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy in your portfolio, buy a boat. You know what I mean? Like you knew it was going to happen or you felt like it was going to happen. That's why you hold on to a stock like that. But 
in this regard, it's it's tough to see it, man. To see people have all this money all the way up and then just completely drop the bottom out because of an injury, it, it's rough, man. It's tough sledding for all you Brock Purdy investors. Now I don't know if he makes it back to where he was as far as on his stock price or it really depends. You got to monitor the offseason on what these guys are doing with Trey Lance. He's going to be back in motion before you know it. It'll be spring, voluntary uh, OTAs and all that stuff like that. So you got to keep your, keep your eyes on that. But if you're a Brock Purdy investor and you didn't get out before yesterday, I apologize for you. Um, but again, you knew that it was going to have to run out eventually. So it was just a gamble. And that's what we're doing here on the market. We are gambling. You can't predict any of this stuff. Um, but it's unfortunate for Brock Purdy. What a great run. What a great story. Um, but we'll see if he if he remains starter uh, next year. So what do we got? What's the, is the fifth guy already? Oh, uh, yeah. The fifth and final guy is Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco. Okay, this is my guy. So obviously, uh, you know, being in Jersey, you root for the hometown, you know, root for the Rutgers kid. This is another story. Now, I know a lot gets lost when you're talking about guys like Brock Purdy, right? Seventh round, irrelevant, blah, 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 right? Isaiah Pacheco is a guy that I said a couple weeks back that if you were smart, you would have him in your portfolio now because of the expectations, because there is none. When you have Pacheco, a late-round draft pick out of Rutgers, you're not looking at him like, ah, well, he's going to blow up on the scene. You just don't see it. You know, you do see the Clyde edwards alaires of the world kind of taking that position by storm, and all of a sudden, it's not anymore, right? All of a sudden, Pacheco earns a couple extra carries here and there. Andy Reid is very, very loyal to the guys that really work hard. Every time Isaiah Pacheco touches the, the ball, he has this burst. He has this extra drive. He has this... Just this gear, this extra gear that kicks up and doesn't stop, sometimes to a fault. I feel like there was one run where he just he battled through two guys trying to tackle him, turned it up again, hit that extra gear, and laid his helmet into somebody, and I think he felt the effects right away. So he's a smaller guy, super fast, super talented, and if you're the guy in an Andy Reid offense that needs a running game, I mean, there's no other way to look at it. Like, this is your investment right here. So if you lost money on Brock Purdy – Take extra money and put it on Isaiah Pacheco. I've been telling you guys this for weeks. He runs hard. He, he, he finds holes. Mahomes trusts him out of the backfield if he needs him. Uh, yesterday, his receiving numbers, uh, he did catch five balls for 59 yards. And that, I believe, is a season high for him as far as catching yards, receiving yards. Because I told you, this guy's a weapon. He's fast. When you have that breakaway speed in the NFL, speed kills in this league, no matter what. Doesn't matter if you're shifty. Doesn't matter if you're built like a brick. You know what I'm talking about. It, it, speed kills. And if he can blow by guys because of that extra gear, he's somebody special. You definitely want to, definitely want to take some time to sprinkle some money down on Pacheco now playing in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, who I, you know, their defense is complete. Don't get me wrong, but there will be some holes for him to catch a couple balls out of the backfield and and break some big big plays on a. Neutral ground on a Arizona field that's going to be mint. So expect a lot of speed. So those are your top movers. You can go back to the home. Um, but uh, which we go. So again, Super Bowl is set. We got ourselves a great one. Both one seats, which typically doesn't. I feel like if I had to just take a guess, this doesn't always happen. You know, one seed you would think, oh, they're the one seed. They kind of run through. The, there's always some kind of pickoff. There's always some kind of some kind of um, which I'm gonna call some kind of upset around the. None to be had yesterday. Both home teams did what they had to do. Um, 
I don't know if I agree. I'm a big Travis Kelsey guy. I don't know if I agree with all the the crap talk at the end of that game. I, you know, they they barely got out of it, and I'm just like, eh, you know, calling it Burrowhead, my ass. You know what I mean? I'm just like, mm. yeah, that was a little bit too much. Yeah, it's just like, eh. and then Mahomes like, I don't have any cigars, but and I'm like, dude, yeah, that was you, a, that was a you're sneak barely kid. there. Like it just again, me personally, I mean. There's nobody I want to win more than the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I think I can speak for all Cowboys, Giants, Washington Commanders, NFC fans. Nobody wants to see the Eagles win the championship. But you got to be careful. You got to tread lightly in situations like this because these teams, you know, the Eagles, they're. I mean, also shout out to the Eagles' path, by the way, to get to the Super Bowl. You know, like they they kick the crap out of the Giants, and then all of a sudden they got to beat the fourth string Josh Johnson to get there. But again, a whole other beast coming at you. You know, Kansas City, Mahomes, all that good stuff. It's one of those things where I, I listen. It's a great game. It's Andy Reid versus the Philadelphia Eagles. If you guys remember, Andy Reid is the most winningest coach I believe in Eagles history. So he's back to face his old team. The Kelsey brothers are doing battle. So I'm sure they exchanged nice text messages last night, like "Congratulations, little bro." Yo, thanks you too, big bro. Now go scratch because now it's time to win a Super Bowl. And then the brotherly love is out the window, especially in Philadelphia. You see that grease the poles real early yesterday. Oh, yeah. Just in case. I mean, what, you guys are Neanderthals. There's no reason to do what you guys do after a win. I saw, actually, you know, the best part I think I saw was people on a phone, uh, uh, a bus stop. Oh, yes. I just bus seen stop. That and story. then they just collapsed and it fell right through. So, you know, you get what you get what you pay for, I guess. <laughs> like the Eagles fans are just. I say act like you've been there before. They have been there before, and they did worse the last time. So it's like you just want to be careful and tread lightly. So do us a favor right now. Follow us on social media, okay? There is the TikTok, the Instagram, the Twitter, at Mojo, at M-O-J-O, and, of course, the Discord, which you can find my boy James in there, very active over at Mojo. He's answering questions. He's helping people out, build their portfolios, take our advice, don't take our advice. Fade us. Go with us. Do what you got to do, but do it smart and do it wise, okay? Don't lose all your money, and I'm sorry again if you had money invested in Brock Purdy and it just the bottom fell out on you based off injury. I hope everybody that also got involved with the liquid props, very, very interesting stuff, okay? We'll get more into that as they get solidified and as that actually happens and becomes official official for everybody to do. But, dude, very fun stuff. When you can cash out... On a, on a prop bet halfway through or re-bet or reinvest saying he's going to. So basically, if let's just say Travis Kelsey has an over-under of five catches for the game, right? And you're like, ah, slam that over, right? Then he hits it. He hits the six. You can reinvest and say he's going to get eight, right? But if he doesn't, you'll lose. You know, but if he does, you can keep making money. It's like a, the stock just did, 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 did. So it's very interesting stuff. Definitely get involved in that. Mojo coming out with new features, new states, new sports. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on at Mojo. So thank you guys for sticking with me today. Chris will be back in studio tomorrow as we dive into some of these offseason teams, needs, uh, stocks that you might want to invest in right now before it's too late, before they get their contracts, after they get their contracts. A lot of moving parts here on the Mojo market. So thank you guys for tuning in. For Dave Sturchio, A5, Anthony, of course, always doing a bang-up job right behind the glass here at Chop Studios. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow.